Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant, Raven, Read with me. My name is Tessa, and I'll be your host, and this week's book is Rough and Rich by Haley Feynman. Okay, so this book is a motorcycle romance cheating book, so I'm going to go ahead and give a trigger warning for swearing, because I probably will be swearing. Um, our heroine's name is Ginny, and our hero's name is Sor, also, well, I guess his name is Sloan, but he's also known as Sor in his club. Um, they have been together since Ginny was in high school, so, like, 20-odd years, like, a long time, and he's been cheating for, I think, 15 years, um, so bef- prior to this book, because this is a part of a steer- series, but it is a standalone, and uh, prior to this book, he actually got caught with drugs, and he went to jail for five years, or it's supposed to- he ended up going for three, but anyway, so that was Jenny's breaking point. And she's like, you know what? Forget this. I'm out. He doesn't care about me. He's, he's never at home. He doesn't want to, he doesn't even sleep with me. He would, he'd rather be with his whores. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm out. So she goes back home. Now the club doesn't know that they actually come from money. Right. And so Jenny just went like, just left everything and just left. Um, so it starts with Sor getting out of jail and, um, he has a welcome home party. He ends up sleeping with one of the younger club horse there um him and Jenny are not together at this point like she hasn't contacted him or anything to do with him um she actually wants a divorce um so he ends up going to see Jenny Jenny's dating this guy um that they knew in school and uh her her dad's a jerk and he wants her to marry him so that um part of like a business merger essentially and then and Jenny really wants kids and she's getting to the age where she just like it's like break it or make it pretty much like she's almost 40 she she really wants a family and she just so she's debating marrying this guy just to have a family well so they're at this party um she like some corners her in the bathroom and he they end up having sex yeah she has betraying body syndrome bad you guys real bad but like she knows it in her mind like so in her like so she'll like say multiple times that she knows that she shouldn't forgive him or that she's weak when it comes to him and that she's a doormat and that she should just call it quits and all this kind of and like she knows that okay so they end up having sex and he says something to her that like ends up irritating her and so she bites back and he said something like oh there she is the bitch you only reserve for me and it just like She's just tired. She's just run down and she's so tired. And that's the first time in a long time he's seen just how bad he hurts her. You know? And he, and it gives him pause because, I won't lie, like, the first, like, 30-35% of this book, you guys are gonna, like, hate Sore. He's just an asshole. But so at this, like, moment he starts to realize that maybe he really did hurt her a lot. Because in his mind, like, he, so he wasn't addicted to drugs and so he would get high and he would cheat and it was just a cycle and then it became a game to him which is even more messed up but he'd be like because he would talk her his way back in to like her bed and to her life and stuff and be like oh make all these promises and she would keep on thinking that he's really going to change this is really going to be the time until he went to jail and that was kind of like gave her the space for her to leave so um she ends up going back home with the guy with her date you know pretend fiance but not really and uh 
he calls her a whore because he figures that she probably slept with um sore and and that um and she won't sleep with him and he hits her and he actually would like was gonna hurt her pretty bad but the driver grabbed him and told her to get inside and lock the door so that happens she ends up going and seeing um sore's mom and uh because she's really close with his brother Kip, who is younger, and uh, so she, and he's graduating and everything. So she went to go see them, and uh, she sees his face, gives Sora a heads up, saying like, "Hey, you should probably come check out your wife in the next few days." He's like debating, like he's like, okay, at this point in time, he's thinking that she's his, and she's not, he's not going to give her up. And it's not so much like he says he says he's going to change or he's going to do this or he thinks anything's wrong with him. Um, he's just pretty much giving her just saying the words but he doesn't really mean it because it's dual point of view so you get both of their point of view so he's like telling her that he would give her a baby and that he would do this and like cheats on telling him what kind of a life would that be for a kid like you know what you're gonna give me a baby and then you're gonna go cheat and get high and go run off and so uh he's telling her oh we'll do this i'll be faithful i'll do that you know and she just he's just lip service he doesn't really mean it at this point uh he goes and he sees that her you know that she has a black eye he freaks out she says that they're not together like she's not with that guy anymore that she ended it and that's kind of what happened he goes back home he had he's not having because he is on probation so he has permission to go to her where she's staying and go home but nowhere else um he ends up like he even has like his club his club president and other people telling him like you know put up or shut up essentially like his club president says like i remember the girl with stars in her eyes when you brought her here i remember how jenny was until the shit that went on between you two changed her and made her jaded and so uh you know he's like figure out what you want and then you know yeah so he comes there they end up sleeping together again um she's still like driving home the point like you like you're not you can't give me what i need it doesn't matter if i love you you can't give me what i need and he's telling her, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you what you want. And she goes, yeah, but you don't want it. I don't want, I don't want a family with someone who doesn't want it. And so she also brings up, because when she was talking to his mom, his mom brought up how like his dad used to hit him and or hit her and stuff until she was older and stuff. And that his dad was a huge cheat. Like he cheated all the time, all the time. He also did drugs. He was just an awful, awful person. And so she was trying to talk to him about that and saying, like, you know, you can talk to me about things like this. I want to be here for you. And then he just turns into a mega asshole. And he, like, claims that even when she was, like, because they were together and she was 18 and she was still in school and he was part of the club. And he would come home and see her on the weekends. And he said that he was cheating on her even back then. That was a lie. He only said it to hurt her. Because, you know, like, yes, he hasn't hurt her enough, right? He hasn't hurt her enough. Let's just dive. Just, just you know stab her a little bit more put it a little bit deeper right so anyways um he takes off and he's thinking that he's being a real asshole um his dad ends up having a heart attack they sh he shows up like jenny shows up at the hospital because she wants to be there for kip and stuff you can tell she's absolutely devastated she looks like a mess her parents show up start talking smack to her about looking like a mess um they end up uh his club ends up coming she tells him, you know, I just want you to stop hurting me. And he says, I don't know how he's still being like, obviously he's still being a dick at this point. 
Um, she invites the club over to her house to tell her about, like, the funeral and stuff. And she's trying to be nice, but they're very standoffish, I guess, in a sense, except for the president, because he, he remembers who she was and stuff. And also because he's like, I guess, calmer now that he has an old lady, a second old lady, I guess, that he actually loves. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, so, and she was like a pretty big jerk the last few years there but I mean who could really and like a lot of ladies say like we can't really blame you your your man was just like sleeping with anything that moved and she tells him they're talking to her and she says that she feels like a fool and then he goes what do you feel like a fool for and this is the president he president asked her and she goes loving him like I do when I know he doesn't feel the same and she said he just told me that he's been with women on the side since the beginning and um my the 18 year old girl in me's heart just broke and that's when another member calls him up and says you know I because in a, in a previous book his old lady stayed with her because he didn't want her staying at the clubhouse with all the club whores causing problems and he said you know I only let my old lady stay with Jenny because I didn't want her at the clubhouse but I thought she was a bitch but she he he says like but now like I realize that you're, essentially you're not man enough for her so you're man up or leave or let her go and he said something like she's mine and he goes then you're not a real man essentially what he's saying he's like calling them out saying like you need to again put up or shut up and so he um they have a funeral for his dad and stuff and they find out at the will reading that his dad had like seven other kids from like mistresses and just random like assistants and crap and that he's not leaving the business to them, that he, and they have to vacate the house in 30 days, that, that essentially, like, they, he just screwed him over hardcore, like, hardcore, and, like, his brother, Kip, is, like, completely kind of, um, blindsided by this, because he only knew his dad as someone, like, his dad wasn't a major, major asshole to him, like, sore, like, he was to sore. And so he's completely blindsided. He's like devastated, like devastated and stuff. Like sore's not. He's like my dad's an asshole. I'm not surprised. But like all these things are starting to like, like go into his mind, and he's starting to realize that like he hates his dad, but he turned into his dad. He started using drugs. He cheated just because he could. He just treated like his wife like crap, and he's not liking the comparison. So this is when he starts to change and he's thinking, I'm going to be the man that she needs me to be. Like, you know, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to stay sober. We're going to do this. I want to do this right. Um, so he convinces her to come back home. She's really hesitant about wanting to come back home because like she spent all her time alone at the, at the house that they're going back to. And he spent all his time at the club. And so he said something like, do you want, do you want to go to the clubhouse? And she goes like, that's going to be worse. So they start getting there and it's really, it's very sad. It like makes you feel bad for her because like all the old ladies want to go ride together and nobody wants to ride with her because of like her past. And like, so realized, like notices that and it kind of bugs him. And so he asks her like, do you want me? And she goes, no, I just want to, you know, the ride by myself. She ends up getting pulled over by like a cop on the way there. And he's, I'm a dirty cop that, uh, works with that guy that she was dating that hit her and kind of with her dad, I think essentially. And he's like threatening her, telling her that he's going to put her husband away and that he's essentially going to rape her. That Like he gets to have a turn with her. So she's freaking out, but she doesn't want to tell Sora because I don't actually know why. I guess he's, I, 
I mean, if I was married to a guy in a motorcycle club and a cop would threaten me, I would probably tell him. I mean, I feel like that'd be the smart thing to do, but what do I know? Anyways, um, she doesn't want to tell him that, and so she pulls into the driveway, and she decides she doesn't want to stay there, so she ends up, he says, you want to go stay at our a friend's house instead? And so she goes over there and hangs out there and ends up apologizing to the old ladies. They say, you don't need to apologize. Like, if our, our, our old men acted like sore, we'd be acting like a bitch, too. That we understand and stuff. So they're doing, like, good. Um, I mean, they're working together. Like, sore's mind frame changes a lot. And his point of view, you can see that he's he wants to be the man. And he, you can see him changing his way of thinking. Like, he will... Uh, He'll leave a club party. He Like, they wanted a party. He didn't really want to stay. He wanted to go home and see Jenny instead. She ends up going to a store. She runs into the new club whore that he slept with on when he was released. And she, like, you know, starts bragging about it and everything. She gets really upset. That's when she runs into the cop. Sorry. Anyways, and she starts thinking, like, what am I doing here? Like, I gotta run. Like, this is this is not good. I shouldn't be here. Like, I should just change my name and just, like, skip town. And that's what she's kind of thinking. And then Sore shows up, and instead of telling him about the cop, she tells him about the club whore. And then he says that he hasn't been with anybody since they got back, like, since he went there to get her. Like, he slept with her when he was released. He hasn't slept with her since. He's even turned her down, and he has, because this one's, like, constantly after him. And he's just like, no, no, no. And he says it makes him feel shitty that he realized how simple it was to just tell her no instead of actually cheating. So they have that. They work that out. Um... He has to go out. He has to go on a run for the club. Jenny's staying home. She's supposed to go meet the old ladies for a party. They're all like, she's not... She doesn't show up. Um, I can't remember her name. It starts with a C. Anyways, one of the old ladies is all like, no, she's going to come. Something's wrong. I feel like something's wrong. Shows up. Um, that guy... I want to say his name was Bram, but I feel like that was wrong, you guys. Anyways, the dude she was dating, like, broke into her house and beat the lovely living crap out of her. Like, she's lucky she wasn't raped, but, I mean, like, really, really bad. Like, they were worried she was dead. They call the president, like, the president, and he comes in, call ambulance, 911. They take her to the hospital. They call SOAR. He helped them to get there, you know, get there fast, but don't break any laws. SOAR gets there. She's in the hospital for a while. Um, her parents keep on trying to say that it was sore that did it. She keeps saying not sore and, you know, saying who it was. He, so eventually her parents just kind of go, uh, he ends up killing the guy, obviously, because he beat the crap out of his woman. They go to a club party later after she's more healed. They go to a club party where the woman tries to start crap again because that's what she does. And then, um, they end up, so then she ends up going, so she has this part, so they have a club party, um, it gets raided by the cops, it's a dirty call, this, this, and it's the same dirty cop that keeps threatening her, he showed up at the house before threatening her too, um, he's just out to get sore, and Jenny's scared, um, he, threatens to pretty much rape her in front of these guys and dirty cops but then this one guy finally steps forward and says hey dude leave her alone like sores handcuffed to the ground at this point and he's like leave her alone i'm pretty sure you can't scare her into not making like filing a uh, complaint against you and so that ends up happening uh 
obviously didn't find nothing. It's just, I'm bringing that up because it's the same guy and he pops up like three or four different times throughout the book. So Jenny decides that she's going to, she has like, um, after she got beat, like beat up really, really bad, uh, Sor always has a prospect on her, whether he's like, whenever he's not around. And so she's going back to her house in, uh, Fresco is essentially where it is, I think. And, uh, she's getting it ready to sell, but she's stopping by to see her mom and, uh, dad and her dad wanted to see her. So she goes to his, uh, office and he gives her a bunch of pictures of Sora like sleeping with multiple club whores and she's just like you know this is nothing I don't already know like because in all the pictures he's high so it's before he went to jail and then he he throws one of the newest one when he just got released from his release party and it like she knew about it but like to see him having sex with this woman and to see his eyes and to see that he wasn't high like just broke another piece of her heart and so Sora's freaking out because he can't find her. He can't find the prospects. No one's answering their phones. He calls his mom. His mom says she can't find her. He ends up finding her at her house where she's like having a complete breakdown because she knows she's just so heartbroken. And he ends up talking to her and he has this speech where he like almost starts crying. He's on her knees and he says he's so sorry. And that he and you just feel his guilt and remorse. Well, I did anyways <laughs> in this scene. Like he feels he hates himself. He hates himself for how bad he hurt her. And, like, he keeps on picking up on little things throughout it. Like, how she doesn't really know who she is. Because when they were supposed to be growing together, he was off doing his own thing. And he, he says, I promise, no more. No, no, no one, just you. Just you, I promise. You know? And so, obviously, they have sex again. And then they end up going home. Uh, the next thing happens is that they're going to a party for at their mom at her mom's house or whatever and they get on the way back they get pulled over by the same dirty cop who has handcuffs on sore and is, he's actually going to rape Jenny this time but they I, I think they just knew they were watching him because of the way he was acting and so they had a bunch of the members show up and stuff and so they got there in time and then they kill him obviously and it ends with them having a baby um nine months later or whatever and and oh and then to get back at her dad for causing crap he sent all of these pictures to her mom and receipts of him cheating which she knew he was cheating but he was actually like had multiple mistresses and he was giving them apartments and taking them on vacation and doing as he put it giving them wife um wife status and so she was like pissed and was like forget you and she's divorcing was like throwing all this stuff out all gone okay so i really like this book it's actually probably my favorite m motorcycle romance cheat book not my favorite cheat book my motor but my favorite motorcycle cheat book okay um i understand why other people hate it because him cheating for as long as he did and how he was just pretty much mind-fucking her the whole time just because he could he thought it was like a game so I can get why people hate it but I really really like it and I like it because it doesn't start like it doesn't start off like where he's just is like he starts off with him just thinking okay we're just done like you know I can't be what she wants and then he kind of decides like oh well I want her back but I'm not going to change and then you see him gradually change throughout the book like 
Soar from the very beginning of the book and Soar at the end of the book are complete, two completely different, like, heroes, in my opinion. And you can tell. And you can tell, like, for me, you can t- believe in his remorse. You can believe you. I, I believe you never cheat again. He's, like, terrified of relapsing. He's more open. He'll communicate with her when he's having fears. Um, So they're, they, they went from being two separates to actually being a whole. And so, like I said, I really like it. I know... Like I said, I can understand why other people don't. I really can. (laughs) But I honestly think this is one of the better hero growth, character growth books that I have read, in my opinion. It's also probably my favorite um, Haley Feynman book. But, yes, so that is Rough and Rich. Um, Next week's book is going to be Dirty Deeds by Stella Rees. I really hope I'm saying that last name right. Anyways, um, as always, feel free to reach out via email listed in the episode description or on my Facebook or Instagram page with any thoughts, opinions, or recommendations. And until next time, I will see you later.